Welcome to the Hero Nation podcast, quarantined edition. My name is Sophia Ansari. And my name is Breck Warren. We survived our first week of being home. Woo! Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. It's been crazy. We have been getting through it, taking it one day at a time. Yeah, it's definitely been an interesting week. Yesterday, Illinois went into shelter in place here. Uh, I don't know yeah. where are you guys at, Breck? Are you guys uh No, you're not we're there still yet, good. But, right? Yeah, our governor said, yeah. No, you're you're all good for right now. <laughs> yeah. So you're the one that told me about the shelter in place. I, I would have been like la la la, but <laughs> you're always keeping me up to date on <laughs> what's going on in my own state. But um yeah, so uh, today is the what today's Sunday. We're recording this yeah. on the twenty second, and uh, yeah, today's the second day. And I've been home for the whole week, and our schools are closed, which I know your schools are closed yeah. too. So it has definitely been an interesting week. But I've been saying that um, because I'm a homebody, anyways, and I'm super <laughs> introverted, that I've been preparing for this my whole life. So it's okay. really <laughs> I, I, I'm ready. I mean, this is what I do. This is <laughs> I live for this. So I love. <laughs> Of being home. <laughs> See, I'm 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 always the opposite. You know, I'm always yeah. on the go. You know, whether it's running kids somewhere, just running errands. Like yesterday, you know, my comic shop still open. Um, mm, they had yeah. a sale. I mean, they had guidelines of you know, hey, right, you know, right, ten right. people at a time. You know, we'll put your name on a list, call you when you can come in. And so this feels weird not to be at work, or because I used to work just on the weekends, or running my kids somewhere. You know, going to the comic shop. You know, so it's been an adjustment for me. But hey, more time for reading comics. You know, you see, recently I haven't been reading too many comics. I've been reading books and graphic novels in the library. So I have a three-week window, you know, to read them, whereas the comics I own, well, I own them. So, you know, I always got time to read those. And, you know, I've been just slowly getting through books from 2019. (laughs) I just read the last one of 2019 on Friday. So I just started reading books that were made in 2020 or that came out in 2020, I should say, you know, just just yesterday, which is crazy. Yeah, I can. I I was thinking about you. I was like, oh, this is probably really hard for Brock right now because I feel like you're always on the go or you're always doing something. So for you to have to be home, I'm sure you're having a hard time. Uh, with all of this and I know you're you've got your kids home too and mm-hmm. I've got my kid home and I think that's probably the hardest part is just having like entertaining him because he's an only child and oh. so I have to be the one to be playing <laughs> and I have to be so it's uh it's it's been it's been rough <laughs> but I, mm-hmm. I actually I saw a monologue um so I follow Jimmy Kimmel on Instagram and he's been doing these monog- uh, monologues from home since obviously okay. they're not taping any of those shows right. and he said something how his uh, blood type is now disney positive or disney plus uh. <laughs> <laughs> so i i could relate to that because that's what we've been doing is watching movies uh-huh. luckily you know luckily we haven't watched frozen 2 more than once because my son oh, isn't gonna he doesn't watch things more than once but I watch, we watched frozen 2 we watched a couple other movies and i've been having him watch movies um, from when i was a kid and the things that i liked oh, okay and um I was watching some movies on my own and there's, I don't know, did you ever watch the movie uh, Blank Check? 
an old no, movie. No, but isn't that okay. Frankie Muniz, though? I, I... No, it's not Frankie Muniz. I, I don't know the kid's name, but when I watched it back recently, I was like, wow, this is a really inappropriate movie <laughs> for kids. And then there's actually a lot of movies I've been having my son watch. I'm like, wait a minute, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I've been kind of like rethinking my childhood right now. <laughs> like, wait, okay. So that's like a whole other conversation <sighs> we need to have because some yeah. of those Disney, I mean, not to mention that Disney Plus is just like the trauma network anyways, where everything is <laughs> making my kid cry. And he's like, oh my gosh, someone else's parent died. <laughs> so it, it's just that's yeah my blood type is definitely disney positive disney plus right now <laughs> how about your week <laughs> no my week's been interesting because this week my i still had to go to work on monday um and tuesday actually and then tuesday is when you know that was out that was quote unquote the teacher's last day um but my kids have been on spring break this week so we've been using uh you know a little augmented schedule as i like to say you know, they don't get to play, they get to play their games, you know, take a break, read something, create something, watch something, and then back to games again. So yesterday they had to put the clothes away because I'm still doing laundry and we, you know, then we started watching uh, Voltron on Netflix and I told them that Frozen 2 was on Disney Plus, but they weren't really interested in it, at least not yet. I mean, so we saw lucky. it. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure yeah, the day yeah. will come like, hey, let's watch that. <laughs> Right. So on Monday they'll be, you know, in class because they'll be spring. Today is the last day of spring break at the kitchen table. But yeah, this is an all new adjustment for everyone. I think you know I've been trying to juggle being at home with my family, but I'm still teaching online, making sure my students have what they need. So every night I set up what I'm going to do and I send out the assignments to my students via Google Classroom, and I'm able to schedule a time for it to go out and a due date. So that's great. And, you know, I understand there's a lot of anxiety out there on not only the pandemic, but also how to manage everything at home and working at the same time. So hopefully we can give you a good list of some entertainment you can get lost in. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about in today's episode uh, comic books and movies that explore the topic of pandemics <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's appropriate yes, and i just yes, want to yes. make note we're not trying to make light of anything that's happening right now no, obviously not we're not you know that's not what we're trying to do i just noticed in the past week that a bunch of my friends were, were posting all these you know virus related pandemic related movies that they were watching right now on netflix mm -hmm. and whatnot and and they were even asking for recommendations and then people are even playing the the game pandemic you know and playing the video games uh, oh, wow. I think my husband was was playing the video game last night division two which is like a apocalyptic video game or something post okay, so, okay. so everyone is sort of diving in, into that anyways and then i also saw a post by uh, dr travis langley the other day and he's an author and if you don't know him guys just check his work out he's got books like batman and psychology and the walking mm. dead psychology and a whole bunch of other books and he posted this which i was like oh okay uh so it's a uh, quote why would you talk about stories at a time like this because the time is like this end quote so i was like oh okay that you know like when i when i read that i thought oh yeah that's me i tend to watch movies with things with with things that have themes of what's going on today and reflect what I'm going through currently, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I know not everyone does that, but that's sort of a coping tool for me. It kind of serves to normalize how I'm feeling. I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't know if you do that. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that, that totally makes sense. You know, something we always talk about on the show is how, you know, media matters to us. It means more when we can directly relate to the characters on a deeper level. You know, whether it be that they look like us or even more powerful is when they go through similar things as us. And that connects us to the stories. Right. And we, we've called that cathartic entertainment, right? So we, mm-hmm. we feel like we can relate to those characters. And so the movies and books that we want to shed some light on today have central themes on, on really how humanity copes with pandemics and major disasters and i also want to just make a side note that you might hear our our kids both you know breck and i or dogs or whatever (laughs) in the background because everyone's at home so i'm just i know my son's like coughing in the background so just uh ignore that but i just wanted to put that out there um so anyways back to this after i watch movies um like this like on the pandemic stuff the apocalyptic stuff um it really does lend itself to an opportunity to sort of reflect on how much all of this stuff applies to real life situations and how we can even learn from them and (laughs) avoid some of those worst case you know, scenarios that they they depict in some of the movies and TV yeah. shows. And, and, and besides all of that, you know, processing and reflecting stuff, um, it's also obviously entertaining. So we have a lot of fun with watching those like zombie movies. And I enjoy those anyways. Well, no, exactly. I mean, at the at the end, we'll also give you a list of some non-pandemic movies and shows to watch right. if this topic isn't your thing. Because I get it. You know, it can be a bit extra. Right. See, man, I've been hanging out with teens around teens too much. I'm starting to sound like them, man. Well, I I sent you the TikTok, the coronavirus, <laughs> yeah. the hamster. I just love. Okay, TikTok is how I've been wasting my time, and it's because the clients have introduced me to TikTok, oh, and so now man. I've been obsessed. Anyways, <laughs> so I love TikTok, and I sent that to you like before we even started recording, yes. and you're like, oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have uh, so we each have our lists here. So I've got uh, one of my top favorites when we were talking about oh a movie on viruses or pandemics, post apocalyptic type movies. I thought mm-hmm. Twenty Eight Days Later. Ooh. So that's a good one. Um, and there's also the sequel, Twenty Eight Weeks Later, and it's a it's a graphic novel. It's a comic book series. I I love the movie. I never read read the comic books or anything but um i don't remember the sequel i know i saw the sequel but i don't remember it as well but the first one i remember because it's one of my favorites and it what it revolves around the survivors of a i guess you'd say a rage inducing virus and it takes over the uk and the virus is really really contagious and it turns its hosts into these raging killers within seconds of infection it's really good. It sounds crazy, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I didn't see this in the theater, but I got it on DVD and I loved it. Okay. Didn't like 28 Weeks Later as much. And I think in that one, like the, the military comes in or the U.S. comes oh, in or something okay. like that. And maybe I need to watch them back to back in the coming weeks to really get a good remembrance of them. Right. You know, I know all of the comics, though. You know, I have a few of those issues. And I like the series a bit more than the movie. Mm-hmm. But on my list, I got something from my... You know, infancy collecting comic days, which is Batman Contagion. And I remember this well because, I mean, stuff had just happened. I was just getting into comics. Bruce just got the cowl back because Bane had broke his back. Spoiler alert. Uh, John Paul Valley was still crazy. He was he had taken over as Bruce Wayne as Batman. Robin was the bum because Tim Drake, that's my guy. And Contagion is the Batman crossover storyline that ran through every Batman family series in 96. So the story is about an outbreak in Gotham City. There's a deadly strain of Ebola virus called the Apocalypse Virus. And it shows how how Azrael, Batman, Catwoman, Huntress, Nightwing, and Robin team up to deal with it. 
Now, the plot is continued in the Legacy crossover and eventually becomes one of the many storylines like Catalysm that lead into the No Man's Land event. Now, No Man's Land is another Batman family crossover event published in 99. Now, the story deals with Gotham City being declared no longer part of the United States because in Cataclysm, there was a big earthquake that happened and, you know, the rogues were going crazy, Batman trying to stop him, obviously. And it's after the U.S. goes through all of these disasters and Gotham ends up becoming a lawless wasteland that's divided into territories. Yeah, and that's the the Contagion storyline shows how the the wealthy people in Gotham City were actually better able to protect themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. they were in that gated community. But then, spoiler alert, you later find out that Patient Zero was actually one of them. No. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so that was a, that was an interesting storyline. Um, there's also the movie, because you said Contagion, there's also the mm-hmm. movie Contagion, but it has nothing yeah. to do with Batman. It's just no. a separate, you know, totally different movie. But it's, uh, it's really, it's a lot more realistic. Uh, and they... Um, it, it kind of hits a little too close to home. I think that might, if you have like a lot of anxiety, that might not be the movie for you. Yeah, but uh, throughout that. the movie, you see that the camera sort of focusing on the different types of uh, like everyday behaviors we all do, like touching our faces and shaking hands and touching credit cards and taking the train and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, of course, those are all the things right now that we're super focused on. Right. Yes. Um, so uh, that's another that's another big movie is Contagion. And then another one that's similar to that is Outbreak. That's another big one that I think everyone immediately yeah. thinks of. Yeah, because movies like those show us, how you know, what we're really afraid of, you know. Those True. movies show society breaking down, people start looting, killing each mm-hmm. other, and then that's the real fear. And then that's why those movies are more intense than zombie movies, I think. Yeah, I I, I agree with that, that they're, those types of movies, they show the worst of humanity, you know, mm-hmm. like all the, like the looting and the... It's just doing the criminal stuff, and and that's that's why those movies to me are, are scarier. Um, they tend uh, tend to be more scary than like ghost movies, supernatural stuff for me. So yeah. I agree with that. No, that's true. So next on my list, I've got this 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 person's thing that I'm going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> His or its name is Des Despotilis Despotilis Des. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. We'll have a list. Yeah, there'll be a list on Facebook, so you'll be able to look it up. (laughs) Right. And so it's a microscopic sentient biovirus, as well as a vicious member of the Sinestro Corps, which, if you're reading Green Lantern and know a bit about that, you should know what that is. And the Spotless was created in a lab on the planet Chandra, where scientists hoped to create a super biological weapon. But the virus grew stronger and stronger and broke out and killed everyone on the planet in a single day. Okay, well, that's a little intense, Brack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It actually infected Kyle Rayner, who's another Green Lantern's mom, and killed her. Okay. Since I'm on comic books, there's also the Legacy Virus and the Techno-Organic or the Teal Virus that's been in the X books. All right, so get ready for your science lesson. All right. Both viruses are connected to Apocalypse, who, if you saw X-Men Apocalypse, um, you kind of know who that is. If you don't, if you didn't see that movie, don't. I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but the legacy virus was introduced as a way to kill mutants. It actually began in that, what was called the Executioner song, where Professor X was shot and Cable was the lead suspect. And I think it was the first major X Men crossover between X Men, Uncanny X Men, X Factor, and X Force back in the day. 
And so big fight happens, obviously. And then by the end, Strife said, you know, this is my legacy to mutant kind. And he unleashed something, but nobody really knew what it was. And it turned out that Mr. Sinister may have been the one who a- who actually released the virus that started killing mutants. I mean, eventually they figure out what, you know, what to do, how to solve it, how to fix it. And I think it last maybe, I want to say maybe five, six years. And, you know, Beast came up with a cure and it ended with Colossus actually activating his mutant power. And that's how it got re-released. But it ended up killing him. But don't worry. Spoiler alert. He did come back many years later. So Colossus is alive and well. And the techno-organic virus, or the T.O. virus, Apocalypse actually infected um, a young Nathan Summers, so Cyclops' son. And he had to be sent 2,000 years into the future to be saved. And it turned out that that person eventually becomes Cable. Sorry if you didn't know all this stuff, but yeah, you're getting a sci-fi lesson, <laughs> X-Men lesson, right. all wrapped up in one. And... Cable eventually learned how to deal with it. I mean, he actually uses, they. I remember in the beginning it said that he used a lot of his telekinesis to keep the virus in check. And then whenever he got distracted, you know, he would feel the pain of it and everything. But eventually he was cured of it and Cable's all good. Actually, Cable is now, well, if you don't know, Cable is now a teenager because, you know, comics and time travel and stuff like that happens. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yes, Let's see, is. you could definitely teach comic book university, but see, that's, <laughs> I, I told you before we um, were recording how I stumbled upon this whole storyline because I was actually just trying to do research on COVID-19 on my own. Yeah. And I was just trying to learn about why, you know, why it was so contagious. And I was typing in things like RNA, DNA, transcription, like all all that kind of stuff. I'm a bio nerd, like biology is my background. <laughs> I love this stuff. I live for this stuff. And so I'm typing it in. And funny enough, one of the searches came up legacy virus from the Marvel comics. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> see? And, and it was so detailed, Brack, you know, when you say li- science lesson, it really was a science lesson because it went into how, so in the comic books it explains how the virus would, I guess it would detect the X factor, right? Yeah, and then it said, yeah. and then it goes into science. So basically it inserts junk DNA sequences into transcription codings and then of the victim's mutant RNA and how that would compromise replication <laughs> and transcri- transcription processes and it would make the body not able to... Um, fight like make healthy cells and uh-huh. obviously it would, it would kill the victim and then before they die the virus would make the host's powers flare out of control yeah so okay so i i don't know i i just thought wow this is really detailed and they definitely got like a geneticist a biologist to help write this intensely sure. detailed thing right so um yeah i thought that was cool so if you're a biology nerd and you like that stuff then that's probably a good series for you to read right because they really go into the detail <laughs> yes. of of how things are contagious and what viruses do so if you don't like your science books maybe x-men can teach you a little bit about <laughs> about yeah. this we need the we need the x-men to do like a, a psa on like how to wash your hands and stuff oh, right man, so yes. i think that might that might be helpful so that's that's a good one i'm definitely going to read those uh and then on my list i've got 
The Walking Dead. Ooh, uh, and I, good, I've, good. I've, I've, I know. <laughs> I've read some of the comics. Uh, I watched a lot of the show, but I stopped around, I guess, when the character, the, when Negan was introduced. Oh, I watched a little bit of Negan. Yeah. What is that actor's real name? I can't remember it, but I'm, I'm a fan oh, of his. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, I know. We both, I see his face. Morgan, Je- yeah, Jeffrey yeah, D. Yeah. Morgan, is yes, that it? Yes, that's it. That's perfect. Okay. Yes, you yep. got it. Yes, yes. So he's a great actor. I just, I don't know, I didn't like the, I don't know. It's just uh, around that time, I got tired of the, the storylines kind of became all the same. Uh-huh. And um, I kind of, I liked it better when the series was more revolved around the zombies, oh, right? Okay. But yeah. then it became about the worst of humanity, which we talked yeah. about earlier. Oh, and I think yeah. it just bummed me out too much. And then the writing, I didn't like so much. So I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it was, I just stopped watching it. But I had dedicated so much of my life to that show, like watching it all those seasons, mm-hmm. that now I feel like I should go back and watch it just so I can say I, you know what I mean? Like I, it. It's not done <laughs> so yet, though, right? It. Yeah, no, it's yeah, still going say. on. It's there's still, still going on. And there's two spinoff shows. So, yeah. And I've already read so many spoilers, though, because, you know, you get, you know, so I already know who all is going to be dying and stuff. But I guess it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I mean, I'll, I'll still, I might, I don't know. If I'm, I'm bored this <laughs> couple weeks of quarantine, I might revisit it. <laughs> I don't know. Are you a fan of The, the Walking Dead? No, I mean, I'm a, well, let me, I'm, I am a fan of The Walking Dead. Yes. But like you, you know, I, I stopped watching after a while. My wife and I stopped watching. So yeah. I, got, I know I got tons of comics. And I think I like I enjoy the comic more, okay, and I yeah. think it's just it's, it's different. It's good to see it. Don't get me wrong, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just grab the comics whenever there's a sale. You know, when I lived in Chicago at Graham Crackers and I had a sale, I scooped them up. When I moved up here to Green Bay, when Powers had sales, you know, again I would I would scoop you know as many as I can. Yeah. And so I know I have I know I got a big collection of it because of that. I know I have a complete run between issue 115 and 193. I mean, it just wow. ended. and But, yeah, we just stopped watching the show. I mean, the last thing I remember was when uh, – I'm sorry if you haven't been watching the show, but the last thing my wife and I saw that I that I remember, I'm sure she may remember more, but was when Carl got bit and he had to kill himself. And I will say, if you like zombie shows and The Walking Dead is wearing you out, because like I said, I haven't watched since then, but I know yeah. they got spinoff shows and other stuff. But watch Walking or watch uh, Z Nation on Netflix. Mm. You know, I like that. It's a little sillier, a little goofier, but you know, it's it's. I call it Walking Dead light. Okay, and it's just, it's just funnier. I mean, there's it's no like other a, way. It's like a com a comedy, like it's meant to be. Yeah, a, yeah. It's a, it doesn't okay. take itself as serious. You know, there's stuff like the. Uh, okay. Like there was a zombie tornado or a zombie dust bowl. You know, just crazy, goofy stuff like that. And trust me, they're still killing zombies and still have to run away and all this. Other, you know, characters do get killed and blah 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 blah. blah but it's just it's just, it's just funny. <laughs> Okay, I'll check that out. Z Nation on Netflix. Z Nation. Okay. Okay. All right. So another comic book you should check out if you haven't is Lorezo, Lazarito. I don't know how to pronounce it. Lazarado, because I know you you sent that to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lazarado. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you. See, because I didn't know. Because you had sent me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That list, and I I definitely (laughs) checked that out. So yeah, what's that one about? (laughs) Well, you know, you're saying like you know, The Walking Dead and Outbreak and other movies show the worst in humanity. Well, Lazarado, right? Lazarado? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm right. making it up. <laughs> okay. <well. laughs> it's like Lord of the Flies on a college campus. 
Ooh, I like that description. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's about a pandemic and how a dorm building at a small college is quarantined with all the students on lockdown. For some of them, this is their freshman year. So they just got there. Uh, yeah. So they party and have all this freedom, but then it turns violent. So you when before we did this episode, you were giving me a list of things I should check out. And this is the the one thing I did check out. So I, okay. I typed it in. I was looking for digital copies and I had posted on the the Geek Therapy Facebook community for digital comics and stuff. And so uh-huh. one of the links or something led me somehow to this. And so I found the digital copy and I went through it. And <laughs> yeah, it's really intense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, not for kids. Not for kids. Not, no, and that's exactly, it's not for kids because the artwork <laughs> is even like, whoa. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I mean, really, you have to imagine like what would happen if you threw a bunch of college kids together on lockdown, right? Obviously, yes. some crazy stuff. And we're not going to even spoil it. by telling the ending but it really is actually i ended up i i I mean i i didn't like read it word for word i have to go back and look at it because i didn't Mm -hmm. have enough time but i got the gist of it and the 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 artwork is intense (laughs) and so it's i actually enjoyed it it wasn't bad well if you want to read it i got the trade so oh okay cool yeah definitely okay yeah and, you know, it just definitely shows how strong relationships are really important when faced with scary times. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It definitely had that. <laughs> I guess we we're, like, talking about how graphic and intense it is, but at the end, it had a good moral. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah how you need to stick together. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> That's a good point. So, um, and then on my list, I've got World War Z, which has got Brad Pitt in it. Uh, and it's, it actually is one of my favorite zombie apocalypse movies, honestly. Uh, I know it's based off the book, uh, The Zombie Survival Guide. And, yep. and when I sent you my list earlier, just so you could check it out, I know, Breck, you didn't really <laughs> like that one. No, no, no. I, I thought it was garbage. I'm sorry. You know, okay, just, all it, right. it, it, it wasn't for me. My wife loves right. it, but I'm like, yeah. what? No. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's, that's just okay. me. Everybody's taste that's is different. Okay. I yes, get it. Yes, I yes. get it. <laughs> I mean, but another Brad Pitt movie that I've got is 12 Monkeys, which is about a man-made virus that wipes out most of the human population on the planet. And how uh, an ex-con or a convict, I think it's Bruce Willis, he's sent back yeah. in time to get information about it and they, they try to stop it. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's a classic one. I think most people have watched 12 Monkeys. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good one. I I like that one, too. Um, And then I there was a so there's a an animated movie from 1988 called Akira, which is um, based off of the sci fi manga series. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's like a a rumor going around right now that and there's all these memes of it that it predicted the 2020 Olympics would be in Tokyo and that a pandemic would lead to it being canceled. And um, so I don't know if you, have you seen that meme going around? No, I haven't seen it. I mean, I I know what the comic is or the manga is about a little bit, but no, I didn't know that. So I always try to fact check everything because I can't, I mean, especially if it sounds too good to be true and stuff, you you know. So um, if you go to truthorfiction.com, yes, I'm a nerd like that. um, But (laughs) I do. I fact check like everything. I don't trust anything on Facebook or social media. But anyway, you know, that's just, yeah. So (laughs) so I I read. So yeah, go to truthorfiction.com. And if you guys want to read it on your own, you can type in, you know, did Akira predict predict a 2020 coronavirus outbreak or something like that? And it'll give you the, the huge, the long article but anyways um 
you know, short story, it, it does not. Um, it, so that meme took from different sources. It took from some of the book and some of the movie and it sort of retrofitted it together to make it sound like it was predicting like something uh. like the coronavirus canceling. So the only thing that was true in the movie was that, uh, the, uh, Olympics would be in Tokyo in 2020, but that, I mean, but I think, you know, honestly, I think I read that it actually said 2019. So I have to go back oh. and read that again. But anyways, it really doesn't predict any of the stuff people are saying. It's just a coincidence. Uh -huh. And then <laughs> um, I know, I know it would have been fun. Right. So I think it got lost in translation to like Japanese to English oh, and it's taken from all these different sources and people put together what they want to put together. And yeah. obviously, you know, so that was like freaking people out. Now there's all these conspiracy theory people out there and they're looking at Akira like whoa it's you know I'm like oh my god people okay okay so so that was one thing I had on my list that I was like oh I want to bring that up because I was seeing that posted all over social media and then another one on my list is Resident Evil which I mean oh, that's I mean yeah. that's one of my favorites I even played the video games and all that mm -hmm. uh, and I've got Dawn of the Dead which actually has one of the most memorable scenes in all of zombie movies. There's that scene where they're on the roof of the mall and they're sniping at celebrity lookalike zombies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so you see like a Jay Leno zombie and a Burt Reynolds zombie. Do you remember that one? Yep, yep. I remember that. They even had a Rosie O'Donnell lookalike. <laughs> right, right. And I remember yeah. most from that movie, The Zombie Birth. From Dawn of the oh, Dead. Oh gosh, that's oh, so true. Man. That movie had a lot of those firsts. Like, whoa, they did <laughs> yeah. not just go there. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good one. Yes, yeah. I still need to watch the the original seventy the something one, version because yeah. mm -hmm. I know yeah. I got it from the library before the library was closed, and <laughs> so now I got a few extra weeks to watch it. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, that just a classic movie. I mean, you trapped in the mall and remade it yeah. again. I mean, yeah. But one. then there's also I Am Legend, which is a movie based off a book. And the remake stars Will Smith. Now, it's about a virus which was created to cure cancer. But like most things, it ends up wiping out most of mankind. So Will Smith's character is the last human in New York. And he is living among some mutants, that kind of thing. And that movie actually predicted Batman v Superman. But the less we talk about that movie, the better. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do want to say I do remember that because there's that billboard that had yep. the yeah and I remember and what I can't remember what year I Am Legend came out but oh, yeah, early how 2000s, much but it was way yeah so it was way before the actual movie came out but I remember that graphic because it had a billboard of like the Batman and the Superman symbol yep. inside and people were like oh is there going to be a a movie I I and I, yeah. I yeah I remember that was like on everyone's. Yep. profile picture it was my mm -hmm. profile picture because i wanted it to happen <laughs> so yeah but you're then, right but, but, then, but then it did happen and everyone was like yeah mm, uh, maybe not yeah and then, then it wasn't so <laughs> it didn't really yeah 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 <laughs> the expectations were like eh. <laughs> so i know that's a, that's that's cool that you remember that one because that i i do remember that being the big thing yeah. um Okay, so there's also the movie Pandemic, okay, and there's yep. a board game too. And then the Maze Runner, which, you know, talks about like the the, the viruses and mm -hmm. at the end or something. It's been a while since I watched a lot of this stuff, honestly. Um, but that's that's one. Did you have any uh, TV shows? Because we were talking about movies and comic yeah, books. Yeah, there's a, there's a show called Between on Netflix, and it's about a mysterious disease that has wiped out everybody 22 years and older. Um, there's Jeremiah. It was a TV show. I think it was either on Showtime or HBO back in the day. 
And, you know, same thing. It's about the end of the world and, you know, growing up in that world. Like, Jeremiah is now an adult, and I think it started when he was a kid. Because I've seen the first episode, but didn't watch more than that. Uh, then there's the movie Doomsday. And that's about uh, the UK being walled off. And then, and then, then you know, many years later, having to go back into, you know, there and to find a cure because the virus that was there now got out. And then there's uh, meme meme tick or meme tick meme tick, <laughs> and it's an apocalyptic horror comic book series that was caused by a meme. So be careful what you look at. Then there's Deceased Volume One, and that's a mini series that spanned the DC universe where a cyborg's body is used as a carrier for a carrier, excuse yeah. me, for a technological virus version of the anti-life equation, and that turns the uh, the population into <laughs> zombie-like creatures. And, if you've got anti-life, that means you got apocalypse and dark side. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's a lot that you mentioned just now. So we, again, will post the list on our Facebook yes. page. I know not everybody uses Facebook, by the way. I I used to be on Twitter. I used to be on Instagram. But I don't even like being on any of those anyway. I only use it for work. So, But uh, we use Facebook for Hero Nation just because it's just yes. easier for both of us have access to that. So, But you can still um, access that if you don't have an account. And so we'll have the list on there. Um, mm-hmm. And then for non-zombie, you know, virus-related apocalypse movies, if, if that's how you want to spend your, you know, if that's not how you want to spend your time binging. So non-zombie... Uh, virus-related apocalypse movies, just superhero movies, since a lot of people, our audience, are into the superhero stuff. I have a whole list of things that I've watched that I think people should check out. So I'm just going to run through my list now. So um, so these are just superhero things. Have nothing to do with the times that we got going on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got Umbrella Academy, which is based on the comics, and it's about a family of adopted superheroes. So have you seen that one? I've only seen the first episode. I've read a few of their shoes, you know, but yeah. Okay, I wanted to see their panel at C2E2. Uh, By the way, Breck and I got to hang out at C2E2, so that was cool. Yes, we um, did. But I missed it. It was they had like it was full, so I wanted to see them, but I was bummed. Anyways, okay, so Umbrella Academy is good. I love the chimpanzee character. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but <laughs> he's, he's the so butler, cute, isn't he? Yeah, he's so adorable. Yeah. Okay, and then there's another show on Netflix, and it's called Lock and Key, and. A lot of kids are actually into Lock and Key. I've had a lot. I've done my superhero workshop, and people have been bringing this up a lot in the audience. They're like, oh, I've got a kid that's really into it. So if you mm. work with kids, that's something that you um, that's probably going to come up. So and, and there's a whole scenario in the show where they're exploring. So there's different keys that open up different things and give them right. different powers. And one of the episodes is where they go into a person's mind and they show what that would look like. Like imagine what like a child's mind would look like, you know, and Ooh. you know, a bunch of arcade games and a lot of like fun stuff going on or a teenage girl's brain would be like the mall or something. <laughs> and they they show all these like these kids and the inside of their um their minds and then also there's this whole thing based around like killing your fear or taking your fear monster out and what Mm. would that do to a person if they didn't have fear because that's what one of the characters does is she actually takes her fear out of her mind and it's such a powerful um 
image where she's literally dragging the fear monster out of her mind, out of the door, and then she, like, buries it. I don't know. It was just cool. And then you kind of see how that affects her uh, everyday life, just not having a fear for things and just saying her Mm -hmm. mind without really thinking about things uh, through. So, anyways, a lot of good concepts in that show. So, it's called Lock and Key. And, again, that's on Netflix. And then Netflix just really has a lot of stuff, doesn't it? Um, And then The Boys. Have you seen that one? It's on Amazon. Yes, I have. that's a good one. Yes. I like the boys. They had a panel at C2E2 too, and I missed that too. So, so <laughs> um, I, I'm like really, yeah, resenting all that. Okay. Um, so C2E2 is packed even more so this yes. year than it's ever been. Oh, so man. a lot of the panels were just so full. So, okay. Anyways, uh, so the boys is good. And it's that show is about superheroes who abuse their power. So yes. I saw a lot of cosplay this year of the, the boys, like the different characters from that. And then Raising Dion, which we've talked about in another episode before, Mm -hmm. right? So that's on Netflix, and it's about a young boy with superpowers. And that, of all the things we've mentioned today, is the only thing that's family-friendly. No, Lock and Key is pretty family-friendly, but it's like for, I would say, like ages 10 and above, because some of the themes are kind of scary, I think. Um, But Raising Dion is is good, because my seven-year-old watched it, so... And then another one that I just recently saw was on Netflix as well. It's called I Am Not Okay With This. And have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Okay. Okay. I'm giving you a list here, Brack. So I, know. It's like, yeah. I am not okay with this on Netflix. <laughs> and it, that reminds me of a modern day Carrie, you know? So it's about a teenage girl with powers and she has some issues regulating her emotions. And that's mm. all I'm going to say about that one because there's some a really intense scene at the end not gonna say anymore okay and then finally uh i've got uh this is from amazon uh carnival row have you seen that one i feel like this is just me okay breck (laughs) we're gonna get you watching these okay you've got a lot of time so (laughs) and carnival row is good though it's a story about mythical creatures like like fairies and Mm. they're forced out of their homeland and they go into the city because they are seeking refuge and then it shows how they're there's tension between the humans and the fairies and how the fairies are persecuted. So it really centers on the oh, themes wow. and fears of immigrants. There's a lot, it's like a lot of deep see like themes in that. And it's very mm-hmm. visually well done. And that's when I saw like a while ago, but it's still on my list. Carnival Row is, is really good. So now you've got a lot yeah. of homework to do, right? So, yes, yeah, so, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm still to watch things when they come out on I streaming. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch the trailer. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I add it to my list. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll get around to it. I mean, my wife and I just saw the Netflix original Spencer Confidential. Nothing to do with the zombie apocalypse, just a, okay. you know, a regular Marky Mark, Winston Duke, you know, the guy Mubaku from Black Panther, the, mm-hmm. the dad from Us. And, you know, just watching that because it's just an action-packed movie. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I recommend that one. But, you know, again, I'll, I'll get to them, you know, they're on the list. You know, I have seen The Boys. I think I think you were like, oh, have you seen it? And I hadn't watched it. And then I... Got, I just watched, I just binged it. I remember that. It's like, no, I can't go to sleep. I gotta, I gotta finish this. Cause I read the comics and loved those. And, you know, I started the Umbrella Academy and re- watched Raising Dion with the family. Cause, like you said, that is a family friendly show. Right. So a few of the others you listed, you know, like I said, I have, I have my list. I'll, I'll get to it. You know, I got, like you said, I got time to check you them out. Time. <laughs> and I think one, uh, we're, you know, since we're on, this is the quarantined edition, you yeah. and I were talking about uh, also having each other, you know, read a comic book. Like we pick, like I pick a movie or a comic book and you, you know, read it and then we discuss it. Uh-huh. So um, if we can, like in the next couple of weeks, and I always say this, but then it ends up, we don't record for a couple months. So let's not, <laughs> I'm 
not making any promises, but if you get a chance, so what I do, I think I'll I'll assign you a Bollywood movie, Brack. Okay, all right. And then you watch it, and then we do a discussion, and then you give me something, and then we discuss. So that'll be hopefully we can do that, and I'll catch you up on some stuff too. There's a, yeah. a show. It has nothing to do with superheroes, nothing to do with um, viruses, but it's on Hulu, and it's called Little Fires Everywhere, and oh, it's I've a heard about it's that. a show. Yeah. yeah, it's a show all about racism. <laughs> Yes, yes. So see, racism and classism, which I think we, we should definitely explore that show too. So, so there's there's a lot for us to do during this time. I know we have our regular work that we're doing still too. Yeah. But but um, yeah, so I think that's what we'll do. If we continue this quarantine edition, do you want to do that next? Like maybe yeah, a Bollywood no, that movie? Sounds fun. Oh, is, is that a okay. show or is that a show or a movie though? The Hulu, the Little Fires Everywhere yeah. is a is a show. It's like one of those mini, okay, mini series. Okay. So they've only, they've released they released three episodes, I think, right now, and they released them three or four all at the same time. The first three, and then every Wednesday is a new episode. Okay, and it's got because yeah. Laura and I were gonna watch it, and I was like, yeah. oh, what about this? And so yeah, we yeah, went yeah. with Spencer Confidential. <laughs> yeah, it's got Carrie Washington and uh-huh. Reese Witherspoon, and it really it's based off of the book. So the okay. book was a huge hit, and then they made it into the show, and it really deals with with racism and classism, and what it like how these two families become sort of intertwined with each other. And I don't know, it's just really good. So I've been huh. um, okay. watching it. So okay. check that one out, and then yeah. So we've given our audience a lot of homework. So <laughs> yes. check all that stuff out. We obviously hope you guys are doing okay. I I know it's a really hard time right now, and. We actually named this episode Alone Together because I know we're all um, isolating, but I do also love that everyone is still super engaged digitally. Like what a time to be alive, right? All the technology and the, the virtual dinners that people are having and being able to FaceTime each other. I think that's that's important to to connect right now. Um, and, you know, something that, you know, all of these post-apocalyptic movies and books that we've mentioned have in common Mm -hmm. is that there are heroes right who come together for the common good and we know so many people out there who are working hard in healthcare, in the food industry and transportation and we see you we're grateful for you Um, thank you for everything you guys have done so i'm just i just want everyone know that you know we're, we're thinking of you and we are alone together right yes you know, we are definitely thankful and grateful for you, you know, to go out there. I've seen a lot of memes where doctors are having to sign, yes. you know, we go we go out so you don't have to, I think is what they right. say. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I get it. And I know teachers are still teaching and engaging yes. their students, you know, I'm one of them. And there's so many resources out there for people who are home, too. You know, if you have a library card, you could check out sites like Overdrive for ebooks and audiobooks. There's a Hoopla for movies, music, comics, ebooks, and audiobooks. There's Canopy for movies. There's Tumble Books, interactive books for kids. You know, we're just all trying to get through this. Yeah, I, I went on the, the Facebook Geek Therapy community site. I was asking for digital comic books and um so there's a bunch there on that thread i think we'll we'll post what you just mentioned that whole list um, as well there's just you know what there's so much resources (laughs) yeah there's there's i think i'm a little overwhelmed with all the resources so i've been sort of doing some social media distancing because i'm getting a little overwhelmed especially like therapists there's all these therapist groups about doing like telecounseling telehealth and all the ways you can still engage so um i know there's a there's a lot of 
anxiety out there. Um, but I just want everyone to remember that knowledge also dispels fear, right? So always look for reputable sources. I think social media is known for spreading a lot of, you know, hype and misinformation and, and, you know, the, the child therapist in me wants to just make sure everyone, you know, talk to your kids about what's yeah. happening and be age appropriate use age appropriate language and you don't need to be graphic just you know explain it at a level that they can understand and reassure them that you'll do everything you can to keep them safe and my son is so cute he says we're we're um, hiding out in our superhero lair from away from the bad <laughs> virus isn't that cute so I was like, oh, yeah this is our bat cave this is our fortress of solitude we're hiding out make forts you know um and routines help keep us safe and secure so stick to routines because that gives us and kids that sense of predictive predictability that we all need Mm -hmm. and um, it's really important to remember that children look to adults for guidance on how to react to stressful events so if you're the parent and you seem super worried then you know your kids anxiety is going to increase right so educate them on how to stay healthy because that gives them a sense of control too and also um and i know everyone's been hearing a billion things of advice so we're not going to do a whole thing on that but i'm just (laughs) i just want to make sure you know everyone takes care of themselves and Mm -hmm. again do that social media distancing if you have to take a break from the news move exercise and then I hope everyone knows that therapists are still providing services online, even on the phone. So reach reach out to a therapist as well. Yeah. I mean, it's like they say, you know, life is 10% what you experience and 90% how you respond to it. Right. There are a lot of resources out there about how to manage your anxiety and how to talk with your kids about, you know, this. And, you know, again, we'll, we'll definitely post. We'll be posting a lot of stuff, yes. so of course. So hopefully we'll be able to do a whole series of the quarantine edition. We'll see. We are like the, of all the podcasts on our network, I don't know, we're so like, <laughs> every once in a while we'll come yeah. out. This is probably the most consistent. We actually did an episode last month and we've got another one. <laughs> I was one thinking that earlier we're too. Good. Like, wow, we're I'm so proud of us. <laughs> I hope, Josue, I hope you're proud of us. Um, so <laughs> we hope everyone is taking care of themselves and taking a breath. And yeah, binge watch some shows, read some comics, right? Yes. And remember, everyone be kind to others, be kind to yourselves, wash your hands, and geek on. <laughs>